1: Welcome to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host Don McLean from the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest Guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson.
2: We've got an entire show planned, but we're going to put everything on hold for this public service announcement from McLean. (laughs) Uh, Tell tell us, when last we spoke to you, and I think this was actually off the air after the last time you were here, you had an appointment the next day. For your very first colonoscopy. Yeah. And off the air, we were warning you, it's not the colonoscopy that's bad. It's the night before. It's the prep. Uh And we gave you all the gruesome details about that. And then I think I told you, as far as the procedure itself, it's almost romantic. I mean, there's candlelight, (laughs) they dim the lights, they, they give you a mild sedative and everything's Mm -hmm. awesome. And it just, it's just wonderful. And I've had it done, you know, I, I go back two, three times a year. It's so fun.
1: Okay, well.
2: How did it go for you?
1: uh, Not great. (laughs) I wasn't expecting what happened. Um, I don't want to scare anybody off from getting this done.
2: Do we have to talk about the night before? Everybody knows about the night before. It is what
1: it is. Um,
2: Oh, oh, the only question, were you alone in the house the night before?
1: Mm, Oh, no. Um, My boyfriend's kid came over because... His brother got COVID. They were supposed to be at the other house, which is why I scheduled it on that day, because they're never there on a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. But it just so happens that he didn't want to be at the other house because his brother got COVID. And so (laughs) he was coming over. And I'm like, really?
2: Did you make him sit in the garage for the most of the evening? No,
1: actually, it wasn't like there wasn't. I mean,
2: Okay, we know. No, <laughs> all right, I can. I can no, read. No problems. Okay. It was
1: just a minor ir- irritation that okay. I was like, I just yeah, you know. Now
2: we're. Uh, it's the next day. Mm-hmm. The system has been cleansed. Yeah, y- you're in there. You've filled out four or five pages of paperwork. You've sat in the lobby. Yeah, you get called back. What happens?
1: Um, I am. You know, you get they do your bro- blood pressure and all that kind of stuff, and then you get in the room with the doctor and the nurse. And, um, you know, you're ready to go. And then they're like, here, sign this paper. And you're like, I'm signing a paper right before. Like, my butt is exposed. <laughs> I don't like to sign any documents while I'm half naked. It's just never Everything good. Is I've never, ever signed documents when <laughs> Everything I Everything is nude. But your butt in your face. Yeah. It's the weirdest it's weird. thing ever. It's weird.
2: I'm like, oh, okay,
1: the lights are dim. I mean, I can't really read this. You're summing it up for me. But it's like if, you know, things could happen like, you know, we could perforate your colon and then you'd have oh. to have surgery. So oh. they're saying we could do something to oh. you where you would have to have oh. surgery and you're going to pay for it. So that's what you're signing. Oh It's fine, whatever. Okay. Kind of it's like, now. What a weird way to do this. It's just strange. Kind so of,
2: then they, kind of when it's almost too
1: late. Right? Yeah, it's like, what do you want me to do? Say, no, nah, I'm not signing that and You're, get dressed? Right. And walk like, down the hall awkwardly with my, you know, holding my robe together, my dressing gown. So anyway. anyway, I signed it. And then she's like, you you might go to sleep a little bit and, you know, it'll be over before you know it. And this is what we'll do if we see polyps or whatever. So I thought, okay, I, I'm I'm like, I doubt if I'll go to sleep. But then I did fall asleep a little bit, but I woke up to oh. being in pain. Yeah. And yelling out, like, oh. Yeah, yelling out. Uh, And several times, and they're like, okay, it's okay, it's okay. And like trying to almost crawl off the table. Oh. It's not the skills of the doctor that says, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how to do that job. I'm not going to criticize. So, absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's just that. They had to, you know, it ended up being everything is okay, but they had to do some procedures. And
2: I'm guessing um, because it's been done to me, snip some polyps.
1: Yeah, exactly. And And I already have the test back and it's like, it's fine. They just want to make sure that nothing. They're usually benign. But yeah, I I wasn't expecting that. I thought I was just because as everybody told me, you won't feel anything. You'll go to sleep and wake up. I woke up during. Oh like and that it like tells you how long the procedure was cuz i read all the after work
2: it's yeah, like yeah.
1: you know 17 minutes i'm like
2: well is the inst- the instrument i mean how big it's not like the size like of like a, a lion she showed me and said look
1: do you want to do well, you I want mean, it's, a grande just, or a venti? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's not the size of, let's like, say, a Lionel toy train, right? It's just a small, <laughs> just choo, a small choo, probe thing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. She didn't show me. With she a, didn't show me. It, with just, a
2: camera and a lasso, a a lasso uh, yeah. where they just grab a hold of the polyp and snip.
1: Nope. Oh, well, oh, no, that no, no, grabbing a hold of didn't, yeah. didn't yeah. sit well with me. Okay, so feet.
2: that's yeah. what you felt then.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that wasn't pleasant, and I was like, "Oh, terrible!" So now, are there yeah.
2: permanent notes in your file? In your uh, it in says your she
1: needs like <laughs> I, I yeah. need another one like uh, within three to five years now. So I'm like, "Great, can't wait."
3: Well, they must have different ways that they use. Anesthesia, right? Because the first time I got it done, same thing happened. I woke up right in the middle. Okay. And I, it, nothing hurt because I didn't know what you. they were doing, but it was just kind of like,
1: hey, what are you doing?
3: You know, oh, no, no, no,
1: no. I woke then, up like, yeah. yeah. it was like, the,
3: ow, 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 ow. Yeah, so I didn't have any of that. And then the next time, which was recently, actually, I, boom, I was out. Didn't well, wake in up my till notes, was, it know, says, in the,
1: in the notes, it says next time give her propofol for her comfort. Yeah, there like, must be. Yeah, that knocks yeah. you out. That's what I needed. I do not want to discourage anyone from doing this, so please get a colonoscopy.
2: Um, maybe the, are there that exercises? Was just my experience. Are exercises? There exercises what? you can do for a Kegels? couple of weeks beforehand just to get yourself ready. I don't know. So there's not so get much low, resistance. do some squats. Oh, so much yes.
1: resistance. <laughs> What oh, God? I, I don't know i don't know i'm just i don't even know kind of, this is you know your ideas when it comes to <laughs> medical stuff yeah just no <laughs> i don't like to come up with my own ideas and i just, just kind of follow what the doctors say
2: get the area ready you know um i, I don't mean need...
1: what the hell is this conversation <laughs> let's talk about animals wait um before, before we move
2: on Ross, you're you've got to be approaching 40, right?
0: Yeah, I'll be 37 in a matter of days just, and oh. just take care of it now. Yeah. take care of it
2: now. You, These doctors that say, oh, you don't have to do it until you're in your 40s. They don't know what they're talking about. Take care of it as soon as you can. This it, is very, very important. Yeah, it's actually on my
0: doctor's radar. I do believe mine will be before 40. Okay, one, of, good. One, yeah. one of the have, positives of being diabetic is you basically get any and every procedure known to man. Yeah. Sure. And this is this is on the list. I actually have it noted for when I talk to him in October about when this should be done for me. Yeah. So thank right. you for caring about my butt. And,
3: well, they you should get have done it done. And in fact, Kenny and I work with a fellow on a different show. Who's I don't know what is it, in the fifties, Kenny. Yeah. And has ever had it done, right? So, to, which we, about once a week we all say, "Hey, idiot, go get this done."
2: Meanwhile, didn't um, didn't Such, his wife had this done, and it was a good thing, if I remember right. I probably I shouldn't know. go down that uh, the that gravel road right now.
3: That's a HIPAA violation right now. Maybe
2: I probably shouldn't bring that up. Okay, let's get to the show. Oh I, have, uh, I have two questions for everybody before we start uh, actually doing a show. Here's the first question. A man steals a $100 bill from a store's register. He then buys $70 worth of goods at that store using the $100 bill... He gets thirty dollars change back. How much money did the store lose?
3: One hundred dollars. I know. Because he took goods or bought goods with the money he already stole. Oh wait, no, No. more than it'd be $170. Yeah, $170.
0: Store didn't lose any money, right? I, I kind of only half heard the question, but if he paid with $100, or did he that steal he stole, the 100 from the store? He
2: stole the <laughs> 100 Cheapers, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> How much money did the store lose? Does
1: 100. he work there?
0: Did he have to work
1: into his pay and what he would be paid a, at the same time?
0: $100 plus the goods. <laughs> How much money, money did the store lose?
2: Take it from the top. Read the question $30. one more time. <laughs> A man steals $100 from the Paddy Wax store. Right. He then buys $70 worth of goods at that store using the $100 bill. He gets $30 change. How much money did the store lose?
1: One hundred dollars $30. $30. $30.
3: <laughs> I've i have got all three answers so
1: far. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I just at some point.
2: I have to be honest. I don't know the answer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't have an answer.
2: No, I don't have the answer. Oh my god! My my guess is a hundred dollars. Because the question is, how much money did the store lose? They don't mention anything about merchandise or the value okay. of or anything. Yeah. My, that's my guess, but I don't know.
3: Okay. Well, but if you, then if you don't count the goods, he gave them $70 back. So <laughs> yeah. it's
1: 30 So then right? it's 30 but then yeah. you have yeah. if it's just to realize <laughs> that the goods are worth $70 and they're gone from the store inventory. Correct.
3: Yes. See, that's why I said $100 at first.
1: <laughs> and then I said 170 And then I said 30 <laughs> <laughs> Yep,
0: me too. <laughs> we went to school. <laughs> For the for record, <laughs> I didn't take a math class past tenth grade, so I don't feel bad about being a dunce in this yeah, uh, subject. This is
1: my very, very uh, low spot in my brain. I numbers no.
0: You honestly don't have the answer. You put us through that exercise and you're not going to tell us what the answer is. Now
1: you know we're going to have a bunch of people <laughs> tweeting Ross. Uh-huh.
2: I have yep. no idea what the answer is. And I usually I Google, you know, I go to the Googs and look sure. it up. And I, I haven't even done that because I don't care because you can't, you can't answer it the same way twice. It's oh, so... I'm, lo-
3: I'm looking right now. So I, there. I was just going <laughs> to Google
2: <Mr>. it too. Mr. <laughs> FYI over there. Okay. Uh, and then my second question. Uh, How often do you guys think of the Roman Empire?
1: We've been through this on my other show. (laughs) Oh, rarely. Then
2: then never mind. Dawn, you already, I was hoping nobody would get it. It's just a TikTok thing going around uh, that I find hysterical. Yeah, it's just, you know, TikTok is stupid and it's made for stupid stuff. And this is, and I just find it delightful. Stupid what? questions, John. Did you find the same answer
0: I, I just uh, did?
3: Uh, the owner loses is seventy dollars worth of goods, thirty dollars in change, which makes for a total of seventy plus thirty equals one hundred dollars. The owner has lost one hundred dollars. <laughs> Technically, the owner lost thirty dollars plus the value v of the seventy dollars of goods. Since stores typically typically sell goods at a markup, the value may be less than seventy dollars.
1: Mm.
3: Boy, that answered it, huh?
1: That's uh, yeah. That's another.
3: So, so, what was your answer from that website? A hundred. Okay, but counting the goods. Yeah, which is kind of what we all said at the beginning. So this one says the man takes a hundred from the register.
0: He then gives a hundred back to the owner when he pays for the goods. But the owner has then lost seventy dollars worth of goods. The owner also loses thirty when he gives the man his change. Seventy dollars worth of goods plus thirty dollars of change equals one hundred.
2: What I want you to do, I want the, the three of you and everybody listening to just ponder this throughout the day. Just it'll keep you busy, and then you don't have to think about work so much because let's face it, nobody wants to think about work. Uh, speaking of work, let's do some. Don McLean sent mm. a delightful email. Last night in reference to um... the
1: email that Ross sent with all the information,
2: right? Ross sent yeah, out this email with all these stories. Dawn read the stories and then she has a reaction to each one of these stories starting out. Maybe <laughs> with...
1: we could read my reaction first. And then yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, sheep, milk them now for truly organic pot milk. Hell, <laughs> make
3: some pot cheese. John has John has the story. A flock of sheep found their way into a greenhouse in Greece and ate more than 600 pounds of marijuana plants being cultivated for medical use. Giannis Boronis, owner of the greenhouse, said his crop had already been damaged by heat in recent floods when a flock of sheep managed to enter the greenhouse and feast on the remaining cannabis plants. He estimated the sheep munched their way through more than 600 pounds of plants. He told the newspaper that the sheep were, quote, Jumping higher than goats after eating the greenery.
1: (laughs) That's my favorite part.
3: (laughs) Greece legalized medical marijuana in 2017, and the country opened its first cannabis production plant earlier this year. 600 pounds? 600 pounds. How many sheep? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mean,
2: that's a lot of weed.
1: A a greenhouse isn't that big, so I'm assuming they each had... You
2: know, and were they mature plants or were they young plants? You know, were they flowering? Mm. Yeah, good question. Yeah, reporting isn't what it used to be, but I just thought <laughs> yeah, that it's was like a one fun paragraph. story. Right, yeah. And this isn't, I, I mean, this is this comparable to when Ross gets his cat high on weekends? <laughs> oh my God. He did a little weed
0: in the catnip, the Ross. catnip and the secondhand smoke. <laughs> Yeah, now,
2: It does make me
0: think of, uh, remember when the, the uh, kitty got baked on uh, Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And Bubbles is like, I know kitties and I know weed. And this kitty is baked. <laughs> this kitty is
2: baked. <laughs> uh, okay, back to Don's letter, story two. That goddamn groundhog was probably scared shitless. Kind of sad. The worst part, they named him Mike after the car wash guy? Jiffy Lube did all the work. Name him Spiffy. John has the story.
3: Workers at an Indiana car wash made a shocking discovery while examining the front bumper of a customer's car, a stuck groundhog. The woman took her car to Mike's car wash in Fort Wayne to be cleaned after a bird got stuck in the front grill and employees were looking at the front bumper when they saw the groundhog. The car wash workers took the vehicle next door to Jiffy Lube, where employees called Fort Wayne Animal Care and Control for help. The Jiffy Lube workers set about disassembling the front of the car to reach the animal. Jiffy Lube worker Dalton Brennicki said it was definitely an odd day at work. Last thing I expected was to be pulling apart a front bumper to remove a groundhog. (laughs) He also said the animal wasn't eager to leave the vehicle. He said... He was cute, but definitely mad that we were trying to take him from his new warm home. We ended up having to take off the front skid plate to give him room to leave the engine bay. After we got him out, he ran to the back of the car and hopped up in the rear suspension. Jesus. We had, we had to take off the left rear tire to get him out.
1: Oh.
2: How come nobody ever, nobody ever chooses the obvious choice, do they? <laughs> yeah. They always take the difficult route. Yeah. Well, Definitely. I think we know what the obvious choice is. We <laughs> oh, don't have to
3: glorify it. I just want you to say it. <laughs> you just get somebody in Jiffy there. Not
1: Jiffy Lube, <laughs> yeah,
3: right there at Jiffy Lube. Dawn. Murder
1: at Jiffy Lube.
3: <laughs> Email. We'll pick. Carry your car problems.
0: <laughs> mail your complaints to
2: Hubbard Radio,
0: care of <laughs> Kenny Olson. And then,
3: didn't? Well, how's the story
2: close? Didn't they bring it to a vet to have it checked out, where it was finally destroyed? What? I
3: do not have You that made part, that man. up in Sorry, your head, yeah, that, that part. He's <laughs> oh, no, writing his own stories. You I know that's what happens. I take this to the sheriff
1: to make sure it's destroyed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, story three, and I think we all agree with this, and I don't even know if we should do the story because oh, yeah. here's what Don said. I don't like that robot dog.
1: <laughs> and, and
2: I mean, just just the without even reading the story, robot dog. Who
1: who likes that? Come no, on. Buddy. Come no, buddy. Buddy. no, we did in the '80s when we yeah. thought the future would be cool. Yeah. It's here. It's not cool.
2: No, it's frightening. This is AI. We don't want this. No. And I don't understand the celebration of AI. This is the end of the world.
1: Nobody, no. There's a huge non-celebration. There are people right. that are, you know, I mean, it affects like the writer's strike. I mean, that half of what they're fighting for, not half, but a part of it is, is it AI. Is, you cannot take yeah. my work yeah. and crank it out and just put it into a computer and turn it into something else.
2: And people that are using AI say it's pretty darn good it's it's not at bad. the cost
1: of what though yeah you know I mean our have brains noticed, are already rotting because all we do is stare at our phones
2: Have you noticed that some of the videos that are available on like say um, Facebook and whatnot the voiceover is AI
1: Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, yep. uh, my radio partner at my talk he has um, he listens to an AI DJ. On his spotify list it's like oh hey i thought you were gonna listen to you know like here's another song for you that you probably will like this was blah 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 yeah it sounds exactly like a person how do we make this stop you can't.
3: You can't. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Spotify, I saw the other day their president or whatever owner said, "Yeah, we'll 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 feature AI." music. Yeah,
1: they already do. Which <laughs>
3: I mean, it's that's. Do you
1: know that there's some that's up for a, a Grammy hell. right now?
3: Yeah. Or, I saw or that. Um,
1: yeah that that there's a song that um, was created, and I forget who the artist is, but that person in particular. It's, it's a mashup between, like, Drake and someone else, and yeah. they've already said they don't want to participate in the Grammys at all, and so I think they're trying to get back at them by saying, well, this is an absolutely unique new creation because it's, it's, like, it's crazy because it sounds just like them, and it sounds like something that they would write. It's like a duet between these two guys mm-hmm. and the president of whatever the it's called for the Grammys. They were like, yeah, this is eligible. <laughs>
2: we are going to rue the day we and need
1: laws
2: yeah this we need to stop this yeah i don't know if laws are the answer we do we don't want to get the uh, inept fools in the government involved do we
1: well, something <laughs> needs they to screw be done
2: everything up
1: yeah something needs to be done
0: also not i know. feel like the elites would want more ai because it's less of us plebs that they have to worry about
1: mm-hmm, that's true now i did not mention i just realized the 10 and 11 year old kids who drove 200 miles. There was that story in the email. For what? For fun.
2: Uh I don't have that. Okay. Tell me the story.
1: Okay. Um Ross sent this one as well. Florida siblings, aged 10 and 11, stopped while driving mom's oh. car on the freeway 200 miles from home.
2: Oh, okay. So I didn't bother. So this is in Gainesville. Yeah. yeah. I didn't so bother reading that one.
1: They were going to go to California. They're 10 and 11. <laughs> and they were stopped at 4 a.m., uh, 200 miles from home. They had oh. taken their mom's car and she's like, my kids are, are kidnapped and the car is gone. And it's like, no, they took the car. They needed to take did a joyride. they joy have ride.
2: A credit card? I mean, did they, they plan would. this out? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> like, how do you get that far as a kid, though? Like, can yeah. you reach the pedals? They must be tall. Well, anyway. yeah,
2: without the proper planning, I mean, you're going to need mom's credit card and some luggage,
3: some snacks for the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were, you know, had, I guess she had a full tank.
3: I'm trying to think, at 10 years old, would most kids have a conception of gas in the car? I don't think I did. I mean, you probably did, Kenny. You're more of a yeah. car guy, but you yeah, know what I, I mean. Was, I would think I was driving um, by oh. 11. <laughs> <Never laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. They were Probably not
2: 10, yeah. by, but by
0: Our 11. Kids, they drive
1: yeah. <laughs> truth be told, there's
0: <laughs> probably never been a better time to take mom or dad's car for a spin. The car probably does a fair amount of the work. The kid probably knows how to use a GPS system of some form, Mm -hmm. right? Almost every kid that's, you see kids that are five or six now that know how to use phones. My my niece knows how to not necessarily use the phone, but she knows how to hang up on people, knows what some buttons do. She's two and a half. They don't have any of the driving (laughs) instincts,
2: (laughs) Ross.
1: Yeah, this is it's not a good situation. They don't
2: know when to get out of the left lane, when to when to give somebody the finger, or
1: to stay in the lane. <laughs>
2: well, to stay in the lane, how to brake
1: properly. I yeah. mean, there's all kinds of problems. How, how you to properly
2: uh, tailgate people? They don't know any uh, of that. Stuff. Since
3: Ross brought up the phone thing. Did you see why they stole the car and left home? Because um, mom, mom were... took away the electronic devices <gasps> from them, oh. and they were they were angry about that.
1: So. Ah, I did not see that part. Well, that I, seems like a good been reason. Another.
2: Yeah, that's a good reason,
1: though. But there's so many ads in this. Does it continue down below? Because it, it just, was th- like one paragraph and then it just, oh, my gosh. This is yeah. even AP. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Enough complaining about a website. See,
2: I ignored the story because there's so many stories right now of 11-year-olds carjacking people. Uh, that I there just are. put two and two together and thought I don't want to go down. That's a serious road to go down. Yeah. Uh, but I, I now that I know the real story, I think it's it's delightful, and I would encourage kids all over the country to, <laughs> to drive. grab the keys, make sure you've got a credit card, and some yeah, snacks that was for their the only problem. And, and then uh, also you know, get a
1: fake beard or something. Yeah, I don't know, and, Sit. You know, bring some pillows it. to sit on. I don't know if the other one was working the pedals oh. or what, but. Send your uh. complaints
0: to Hubbard Broadcasting, (laughs) care of Kenny Olson.
2: (laughs) Let's face it, kids, your parents are idiots and you know better. So, you know, take the chance while you can.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm (laughs) not saying yeah Uh, to that. Uh, uh, I'm guessing
2: we have to take a break, so we'll do that and be right back.
1: All of us have a role to play in promoting a mental health friendly workplace.
3: Whether we're a CEO,
1: manager, co-worker, or someone with a mental health condition ourselves. So what can I do to help? Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org.
2: uh, what, that's just, didn't you just say that um, AI should be regulated, McLean? Yeah. Or, yeah, okay, good. I love that, that that's your answer for a lot of things, including driving on the ice. Uh, I love you so much. <laughs> um, here's uh, here's why I'm laughing so much. And this is the final story we have. Uh, and the, again, this is from Dawn's email last night. This stuck upside down crap has happened too many times. <laughs> Theme parks should have immediate rescue <laughs> services that can get people down within minutes. Can't that cause brain damage? these things need to be regulated. <laughs> <laughs> I love that reaction, <laughs> Well, and, and yeah. Here's John with the story.
3: A Canadian amusement park ride turned into nightmare fuel on Sunday after stopping suddenly suspending passengers upside down 75 feet above the ground for about a half an hour. It's the Lumberjack ride at Canada's Wonderland Theme Park in Vaughan, Ontario. It contains two hydraulic arms shaped like axes Uh, We've seen these. They swing back and forth, occasionally propelling themselves into full 360-degree swings. But both the axes stopped moving at 1040 in the evening, according to a statement from the park. A Wonderland spokesperson did not disclose the cause of the abrupt stop, but did say the maintenance team was able to respond quickly. All the passengers were back on the ground by 11:05. The park said two people were treated for chest pain before being released. Theme park crowds watched as the rescue unfolded, capturing the dangling passengers crying for help in videos shared on social media. Mm-hmm. Unclear how many people were on the ride, which contained seats for 48 people. Some were seated face to face with strangers, which made for some <laughs> That's uncomfortable. That's the
2: worst part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the story goes on and talks about other uh, theme parks that have had similar problems. And Don, you're right. Um, this does seem to be a reoccurring problem. And you think they'd be ready for it? Um, have you guys seen any of the fun videos? I don't know if it's TikTok or Facebook or whatever, where um, the ride operator, in some cases the carny, right before the super dangerous, scary ride is about to take off, they'll go, they'll have a bolt in their hand, and they'll go, "Oh, yeah. I wonder where this came from." Or yes. uh hold on, I have to reset your seatbelt, and then boom, the slingshot rockets <laughs> them out of there, scares the hell out of them. That's oh, always yeah, that's Those always delightful.
1: Are dangerous,
2: but um as it turns out, Dawn, we have our own theme park right here in Minnesota, down in Winona. Hop on Highway sixty one, uh, head down south of Lake City, and there's the lovely city of Winona, and uh, they've got a number of tourist attractions there meant to attract visitors from all over the world and we talked about this last weekend in our last week in your absence
1: what the okay that's not real is that real
2: And uh, right before we, in the break, I had you look up uh, Miami of Minnesota, which is what they are uh, billing Winona as. Go go ahead. Go ahead. That is like a joke.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, The Minnesota Gators presents the Gator Gauntlet Zipline, an attraction that redefines the word thrill ride, situated over an alligator. alligator alligator sloughs in the backwaters of the Mississippi River. The gator gauntlet is an unforgettable adventure that helps you kick up your heels and feel alive as you zip over hungry alligators that can jump up to five feet out of the water. That's not real. This isn't real. This is all fake. I don't believe it. I've never been so scared in my life. I thank God I only lost a shoe. This isn't real. I thought it was because of the first picture. I was like that looks real.
2: Look at the other attractions they have there. Oh, is You safe? Yeah, yeah, go ahead with that one. I (laughs) was
1: horrified. I couldn't believe it. Wait. Okay, so this is just the zip line. What else? Well, Uh,
2: they have a a swim with the gators.
1: Oh, fly with flamingos. Oh, God. There's a little kid kid crying (laughs) on a felt. This is fantastic. Skill building, totally safe and legal. Bundle it. You can do the zip line and the fly with flamingos. Swim with the gators. Come on. This is great. Isn't that fantastic? 62% safety record. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a kid riding a gator with a rope. That's uh, the
3: best picture with the thumbs up. Yeah. The kid riding a gator.
1: Oh, oh wow. God. This is great. They put some real effort into this website, making it real. Look, yeah. wow. I totally thought... I just kind of... Oh, wow,
2: and so you know what this reminded me of uh, a few months ago. It's probably nigh on six months now. We, we didn't we start a promotional campaign and write a jingle and song <laughs> right. for Minnesota tourism? Oh yeah, something about. Um, Camping outdoors and drinking and I remember a liquor store and Ross do you have hi
1: Floridians. Tired of trying to avoid Florida man, alligators and hurricanes? Come to Minnesota. We procreate and recreate all year round
3: spring on the lake, that's when we take our old car to the lake. Then we stand around and we bide our time, wait for the ice to break. Winter time at the old lake, cut a hole and poop. The warden Bursin, he says hello, you just say,
1: oops. We also welcome your poor driving habits.
3: Minnesotans drive too slow in the fast lane. They drive too fast in the snow. You lived here 35 years
1: by now, you should know. Don't be afraid of the cold. You can camp outdoors in negative 35. It's 35 below. Let's set up camp and
3: live outdoors. Don't need food or and You never have to go to the store. It's a liquor store.
0: Please come to Minnesota, even though we really don't want you here. Drive safe and look
1: out for deer. Tell your folks I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Lord. <laughs> so with that in mind, after the show, um, I think it was after the show, right, Ross? It wasn't yeah. on the air. I told Ross to get a hold of our sales guy, uh Rob, and call the city of Winona because we, if any show, if they should be promoted anywhere, it should be here, right? Yeah. Because we know what a joke Minnesota is, and so does Winona, <laughs> and the joke is on us, so let's have some fun because I... If that's their sense of humor, I want to work with them, right? And I would love to promote them. Ross, and I I don't know if I should read private emails to salespeople, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Oh. This is a, uh, uh, <clears throat> sent to Rob. I talked to Kenny. He asked me to go right to you. Can you reach out to the city of Winona and try to get them to sponsor news from the Krabby Coffee Shop? And then he gave a bunch of details on the package and whatnot. Rob writes back. Ross, I reached out. The campaign is so good that it's gone beyond viral. They're getting inquiries (laughs) for interviews from media outlets all over the country. (laughs) And then Rob, and this is because Rob is a sales guy and he he doesn't have a sense of humor at all. He closes with, we should probably try to find a town with less creative visitors bureau that needs to spend some money. It's like, no, Rob, Rob, Mm, you don't understand. You (laughs) don't, you don't. (laughs) Rob, 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 Rob.
1: But if so, you do want to look into that, for God's sake, get us a sponsor.
2: Yeah, please. Yeah. Please. For anything God's that sake. you wanna do? Yeah.
1: Toothpaste, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah, colonoscopies. Let's Lionel get this going. Trains. That's right. <laughs> <trains>. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: so we had a lot of fun with that last week and I really love the city of Winona. Who even gives Winona a second thought, right? you know, lovely little town down there, there but this, know. this is awesome. So it's yeah, great. Uh, I guess Ross is playing the music. That means we're done
1: We're listening to news from the Krabby coffee shop. New episodes drop every week, wherever you get your podcasts.